hello, hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? This is Sydney Smith, the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen Sid. And I am super excited because tonight is a little bit different. So if you guys like this podcast, I'm going to need to know. You're going to need to screenshot it, share it into your Instagram stories, and tag me at The Real Queen Sid because this is a little bit different. Uh, this is a Q&A platform that we did for our team training tonight. So I wanted to share it with you guys because there was a lot of valuable questions in here and uh, see what you guys think about this. So If you guys enjoy this podcast, can you make sure to do a few things for me? Super, super important, and I would appreciate it. The first and foremost thing is to subscribe. This is how we get rated. This is how we get ranked. This is super, super, super important for growing the podcast. So that is the first thing that I would love for you to do. The second thing is to go ahead and leave a review on either Apple iTunes or uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, When we get to 100 five-star reviews. Wow, I don't remember my numbers. When we get to 100 five-star reviews, I'm going to be giving away $100 cash money. So make sure that you leave a five-star review with a love note. If you don't leave the love note, then I don't know who left the review and it's anonymous and I can't get you entered into the giveaway. So uh, today we're going to be reading the review of the day and that is from S. Mewella Jean, Smella Jean, Smella what? I don't know how to say your name, but uh, I appreciate you. It says, I randomly discovered this podcast and I'm so glad I did. I love Sydney's story and energies. She even is making me want to start a TikTok, LOL. Thank you, Sydney, for showing up for your audience. You are appreciated. Well, ma'am, you are appreciated. I love you. I appreciate you. You are absolutely incredible. And then the third thing that I would love for y'all to do is to screenshot this and, like I said, share it into your Instagram stories and tag me at the Real Queen Sid. Sharing this with one friend will help grow the podcast, and y'all know I appreciate that so much. So, without any further ado, let's go ahead and get into this platform, or let's get into this platform podcast. Um, and if y'all like a Q and A platform like this, just let me know so I can do more of this for you. And uh, let's go, go, go. Let me go over here. Okay, so how do you start the ketone conversation? I'm finding it hard to transition from chatting and checking into ketones. Uh, So what I like to do, you know, I've been doing this really hard on TikTok specifically. I'm going to keep telling you guys to go hard on TikTok. I know you're getting sick of hearing the words TikTok, but I'm telling you it is ridiculous. So on TikTok, um, what's really cool and what what we've noticed is that... um, as we build each in our own TikTok is that you're giving value, giving value, giving value, giving value. And people feel like you're building relationships with them because you're answering their questions, right? That you're, you're building rapport through a really public platform. And then you kind of smack them with that sale, right? And so I got really hard into uh, personal growth and relationship TikTok. And then I found all my people. I collected them all up. They already trusted me. They already believed in me. They already had this relationship with me. And then I smacked them with a sale and they were like, oh crap. I really like this girl. I want the sale, right? And so sometimes the problem is that we're leading with the with the product, right? Sometimes we you don't just tell your story just to tell your story. Sometimes we tell our story and then say, and then I'm at ketones. Well, like, yeah, it's great every once in a while to say, oh, and then I'm at ketones, or and then ketones came into the picture. But can you tell your story just to tell your story, just to find your people? And I think that is the the biggest way. Um, that people get stuck in that chatting and checking in and all of that. The other thing is like literally ask for the sale. Like I, you say, you say checking into ketones. So I'm assuming that you're checking in with people that have been interested in ketones in the past. And like, I literally would just say like, Hey, I know we chatted about ketones before. Like, 
Are you ready? Are you ready to get started? And so I think a lot of that, a lot of those scripts that we've been doing or that I've been giving you guys, like the um, script to check in with everybody that's been an SPR about the reboot, the scripts to check in with everybody, um, you could send... You could send a message to every single person that you added to SPR about your spooky bundle, right? If you were doing a spooky bundle, you could say, hey, I have this I have this limited edition bundle. I wanted to offer it to the people that I talked to about ketones first. It's a spooky bundle. Do you want more information? It's that asking for the sale. It's that asking for what you're looking for, right? And just don't let the, um, don't let the, what's the word I'm looking for? Don't let, don't let your lead don't let your lead control the conversation, but like if they're not interested in ketones right now, like there are people that have been watching me for three years and I love that. There have been people that have watching me through for three years and are just now buying ketones because I've just hit them with value, 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 right? And so they stuck around and finally they're, they're giving in. Finally, they're giving, uh, into the, you know, into the, the hype of ketones, right? Finally, they're like, oh, well, you'd been doing this for three years. It's probably a good time to get started. I'm like, yeah, probably was a good time three years ago, but let's go. <laughs> so I just, I think it's hitting people with more value. And so that's something that I've tried, been really trying to commit to this month, especially is just going hard on content production. Um, Jesse Lee, I haven't been very good at this, but Jesse Lee challenged me to, she didn't challenge me, but she indirectly challenged me because she said she was going to do it and I have to do what she does because competition. But uh, she indirectly challenged me to start posting seven, no, six pieces of content on Instagram a day. She said that somebody that makes $3 million a month is posting seven pieces of content on Instagram a day. And I was like, well, that makes me pukey. And she's like, but it, it works. It's working for her. And I was like, all right. So I've just made a commitment this month to go hard on content creation, go hard on giving value, go hard on building my audience because when you build, 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 give, 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 when you hit them with that hard sale or when you hit them with, hey, I got a spooky bundle, they're more likely to be interested because they know that you have poured so much into them, right? Does that make sense? All right, cool. Um, Bree said... I thought of an, a question and then you dropped a new IG post. Uh, when do you get, when you get in an emotional headspace or family situations come up, what do you prioritize in the day to stay consistent in business and balance? Um, so the first thing that I'll say with that is that balance does not exist. Unfortunately, you can have balance in seasons, um, but there is, if like you, your prior, how do I say this? Brian always says this all the time. He says your priorities are never in conflict, right? And so I think of Laura, for example, uh, who has a, a lot going on with her family right now. And so she tries to build this business in the cracks of her day, but I always know that her family is her priority, right? And so your priorities are never in conflict. When it comes to a meeting or her family, I know she's going to choose her family, which that's fine. Whatever your priorities are in this season, that's all you baby let let's go but you have to figure out what your priorities are and so what he I remember the first time I heard Brian say that your priorities are never in conflict I didn't understand what it meant like I was like I don't understand what that means and he it literally means that like if you have two conflicting things going on like you will always choose always choose the one that's more important to you you will always choose the one that 
that you want to do, right? And so I say, I've said this for years now. It's when people say, I don't have time, right? We all have the same 24 hours in the day. We all have the same um, opportunities. We all, it's not like some people get 40 hours and some people get 20 hours and some people get 11 hours, right? We all get the same 24 hours in the day. And so when people say, I don't have time, I say, no, it's just not your priority, which is fine, right? Like when they say, I don't have time to build a business. Well, no, it's, it's just not your priority, which is, is fine. But it's, instead of saying I don't have time, it's just, it's not a priority to me, right? And so Holly and I have worked on that a lot, actually, with our languaging. And sometimes I'll say something, I'll be like, oh, I don't have time for that. She goes, no, it's just not a priority. I'm like, or when we talk about spending money, right? Sometimes I'll be like, no, 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 that's just not a priority to me. And she, like, she'll be like, well, you, you said you wanted this. And I'm like, that's not a priority. Passport ports, for example, right? She wanted to set up a passport. Um, I don't know why you're making that huffy face, but she wanted to set up a passport um, appointment, right? And this was <clears throat> at the beginning of the month when I had realized, I told you guys at the beginning of this month that my paycheck was low last month, right? And so she had set up these uh, passport appointments and then we got through end of the month and I was like, uh, uh, I don't know that I want to do that. And she's like, well, we need to set up, we need to do this. And like, you know, it's going to take forever for the passports to get back. And if we want to travel at all next month or next year, I mean, then we need passports and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to tell you right now, that's not a priority to me. Spending money on a passport is not a priority to me right now. And she was like, all right, cool, valid. We'll cancel those appointments. But it's just, I'm getting off on a tangent here. Uh, my point is, <laughs> when you get into an emotional headspace or family situations come up, I think the biggest problem that people have is that when you get into that emotional headspace, um, like that negative emotional headspace, is you sit there too long, right? Like, we don't... There's two ways that people do this, right? Either, number one, we sit there and we sulk in this emotional negative headspace and, you know, I think it's important to eat well and to you know, move your body and to get plugged into personal development to give yourself a fighting chance to get out of that headspace. Or then there's the other hand of people where they just try to work through it, right? And if you've ever met a Brittany Anderson or a Jesse Lee Ward, then you know somebody who just works through it, right? They just keep working and keep working and keep working and keep working and keep working until they hit exhaustion. And so I think that to answer your question, it's super important to get into uh, taking care of yourself, like it's really important to when you need to take a break in the day, take that break. If you find yourself getting really resentful while you're sending messages, get up and you know move your body, go for a walk, take a shower, watch an episode of Netflix or whatever, and then sit back down when you've kind of recentered yourself. Uh, so that way you don't go too far either way on the scale where you fall off either deep end, right? Um, and so that would be what I would say about that. Christy said, how do you close a sale when you've gotten down to setting up a cart for someone because they tell you what they want and then they ghost you? Um, so when I, here's a little closing tip for you. When I, when, when somebody says they're going to order, I send them the website and then I say, can you send me a screenshot of your order once you've placed it so that I can make sure it went through? Or I'll say, like, can you, can you message me when you've placed your order so that I can make sure it went through on my end? It's a little trick that makes it sound like our website is jankity and doesn't work. The website never doesn't work, but it's just that it holds them accountable to actually place the order, right? So what I've been saying with a lot of spooky bundles is, you know, here's the link. When you get checked out, can you let me know so I can get you added to our accountability chat? Everybody wants a free accountability chat. 
right? So it's just our customer chat, which I started calling an accountability chat because nobody likes being called a customer. I don't know why, but they just don't. So um, that would be what I would say. And then the other thing that you could do is if they ghost you, um, you can send them a, like a funny GIF. This is something that Jesse Lee taught us a really long time ago. Like she likes to send the Jim Carrey GIF that's like, you there? Yeah, 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 exactly. Kristen's doing it too. She knows exactly what I'm talking about. But she'll send a funny GIF and it kind of lightens the mood. And a lot of times they'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I got distracted. I totally forgot. Or um, another thing I'll literally do is uh, if they place or if they tell me they're going to place the order and then an hour or an hour, to, uh, I'm sorry, an hour or two hours goes by, I will literally shoot them a message and be like, hey, just wanted to check in, make sure the, well, the website wasn't giving you any trouble. Sometimes it is. Sometimes they're like, this website is so stupid. I need help, right? And it's a really, really easy fix that they might have given up on the sale if you hadn't helped them, right? So um, those are the few things that I like to do to help move a sale along. Hannah Montana split personality. I still love that comment. <laughs> um So Angie said, what about the people that you haven't talked to in forever in SPR? Uh, so the number one reason why people want to switch promoters when they've been added to SPR is because their promoter has not followed up with them. I will tell you that right now is somebody will, somebody will come to somebody else and say, oh yeah, so-and-so, you know, maybe for example, uh, so Holly added me to SPR and she added me and then never talked to me again. She never checked back in with me again. And now I want to work with Jen. That's the number one reason why people want to switch promoters. So I, no matter how long it's been since you've checked in with somebody that you added to SPR, I would check in with them again. Just say, hey, I'm sorry it's been so long since I've checked in with you. Um, I see that you're still, <clears throat> my voice, I see that you're still enjoying our group. Uh, are you interested in more information? Are you interested in trying ketones yet? Right? Hey, sorry I haven't checked in so long. How are you? Um, but literally, specifically, not being checked back in about ketones is the number one reason why people want to switch promoters is because they feel like they were placed into a group and then forgotten so i would definitely check back in with those people uh angie said what's your best tip for closing people that are just on the edge i have like five people that have been thinking about it and i always check back but they don't reply or don't open the messages um i don't know that they're just on the edge if they're not replying to you to be totally honest um, but if you know, you got close to closing them or whatever, uh, a lot of times, oh, you can use Luna script. Um, so what you can do is you can check back in with them and say, Hey, um, I've checked back in with you a few times and I haven't heard back. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and scratch you off my list so that I don't bother you anymore. Um, let me know if you want to can, or if you want to move forward or something like that. There's an exact script that I can, that's probably in the empire, but it's something along those lines where like, I'm going to scratch you off my list. People don't want to be scratched off the list. They don't want FOMO. They want to be on that list. So that, that tends to invoke an, uh, a response in people. Um, Luna sometimes gets a little sassy with people and she's like, you know, I like to keep my friends list with people that actually want to talk to me. So, <laughs> um, are, are, are you Okay. And, or she'll say something along the lines of, are you okay? Or do you not want to be friends anymore? Or something along those lines. That sounds a little aggressive. You can nice it down a little bit, but like, you get what I'm saying. It's kind of like putting that offer out there and then pulling it back, right? 
to get them to answer. And so sometimes people are super, super busy. Uh, sometimes people forget to answer. And then sometimes people are just afraid of the word no. They're afraid of telling you the word no. Um, and that's, you know, because, you know, I feel like I feel like 80% of the world is freaking people pleasers, right? Or recovering people pleasers. And so people pleasers don't like to say the word no. They don't want to make you feel bad. They don't want to whatever. And so they might just be saying, they might just be ignoring you to avoid having to say no because they don't like confrontation. So that would be what I would do. Oh yeah. Some people will fall off the face of the earth. That is very true. So Christy said I had a girl that was hardcore into it the other day and then uh, she was checking out and fell off the face of the earth. Yep, that sure happens. I'll just check in on people. I'll literally use the website excuse. Like I said, I'll say, hey, just wanted to check in and see um, and make sure the website wasn't giving you any issues. Then it doesn't seem pushy, but you're able to check right back in, right? So um, does anybody else have questions? Yep. Um, so I'm having the worst trouble, just like uh, DJ said, finding out like who's been added in by who. Um, sometimes it will work, sometimes it won't. But then again, when I go try and just check like who I've added in personally, um, it's still like I'll go, you know how it says like friends and you think it's all the people that you put in there? Um, some of them, like, will be other people that have been added by someone else. And so I tried that copy-paste thing we learned a while ago, but, shoot, I have so many that weren't my people. Yeah, so I just go back in and unfriend them and take them off the list. So you, you really just have to check them person by person. Yeah, especially if you have a ton of people that are in there that are... I mean, that that list, unfortunately, there's no way to sort it by just people you've added that's the closest that we can get so I guess checking a list of 500 people is better than checking a list of 500,000 people <laughs> you know what I mean it's just sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't so I don't know what I, I really don't. what do you mean sometimes it works and, oh like my laptop will let me see like you know Sydney added her or whatever and then sometimes I'll go in and it's not there okay I feel like sometimes we as a collective are getting too caught up in the tech technology of this. Like the group is there for your support. The group is there for you to have a place to put your leads to get closed. And if you can't figure out who added somebody, just ask in the chat because a ton of us still have access to it. Like I can see it on my phone and my computer. Um, and I know Kristen can still see it. So there's a ton of people that still have access to it. Don't get too caught up in the technology of it and just start focusing on the relationships. Like if you have a list of people that you added to SPR or if you have that friends list from SPR and it's all those people and you click on somebody and you didn't have a conversation with them before, you probably didn't add them. Right. So that would be an easy way to cancel somebody out. But if you know, and sometimes I like to scroll back up in the conversation and see, did I add them? Because I literally tell people, can I get you tags in a quick video or I'm going to add you to this group. So I literally say in the message, I added them. Um, but don't get too flustered or too caught up in the technology. It's all there to support you, not to uh, fluster you. And so it's just, yeah, 
it's just a little, it's a Facebook glitch that unfortunately we don't have any control over. And so we just got to make the best of it. What's so up? if you use the excuse of the, like, just check it in and see if the website <clears> worked <throat> or not. Um, I did something that was similar to that, but the person goes, oh, I just haven't ordered. How do you follow up back with them after you kind of follow up so you don't want to feel pushy? Okay, so cool. They kind of got snotty with me. He goes, I've been reaching out to you. I go, I'm sorry. I was out of phone service. I didn't get your messages until now. And... Yeah. I would just say, okay, cool. Let me know when you've got your order placed. And then if they haven't placed it in a couple days, um, I will check back in and say, hey, just checking in. I literally say, hey, just checking in. They know exactly why I'm checking in. Because you didn't place an order. You told me you were going to place. So I'm checking in. Hello. Hello. Me. Hi. Sydney. I'm back. Hello. Hi. You said you were going to place an order. Hello. Hi. Every couple days. Yeah, you can ask them if you can create a cart, um, but sometimes they still, I mean, they still have to put their information in. Sometimes they just don't do it. Anybody else have questions? I guess I'm having an issue, like, I've been trying to create those, like, contacts, not just for the ketones, but creating that relationship first. And I'm having an issue of tying, tying in the ketones into the conversations. Okay, but what does... Think about it this way, is what does the LGBTQ community have to do with ketones? Literally nothing, right? What does relationship tips have to do with ketones? Literally nothing. What does personal development have to do with ketones? Other than I, we get paid to personally develop. Literally nothing, right? So I, we, use those, we, we use those conversations and we use those, that value to attract your people to you, right? How many times do you hear Jessie Lee talk about ketones? She's a bad example because she's got a huge freaking following that literally will buy anything she says to buy. But my point being, like she says, she says buy ketones one time and she gets all of these, all of these orders because she's given value, 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 right? There isn't an underlying hidden message in every piece of content she puts out. There isn't, you know, how can I make this about ketones? There isn't, how can I spin this to benefit me, right? And so build your following based on your people the people that are interested in what you have to teach right what are you good at and what can you teach people about and just provide value and build your following that way and then when you hit them with a ketone post or when you hit them with a you know ketone live uh that's why she does the that's why we have that's why she does the weekly ketone live right so she gives value, 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 value all week and then hits them with that weekly ketone live. So they still know she's in business. They still know she sells stuff, right? Yeah, so Laura said if we resonate with a post from you or JL or another champ, can we use that? You can definitely use the content of it. I wouldn't copy it word for word, obviously, um, which I think that's what you mean. Uh, but yeah, definitely. Like none of the content that Jesse Lee and I or any of the other champs put out is original. That post that Brie was talking about that I put on Instagram was from my from listening to Trent Shelton talk. 
right? None of the content that we put out is 100% original. It's just got our little, our little spin on it, our little um, mindset, like how, what, how our brain interpreted it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's why I say like, listen to a po- Like if you don't know what to go live about, listen to a podcast and regurgitate the information that you heard. But put your own little, your own little flair on it. Anybody else have questions? I know you guys have podcasts. Would you wait like until you get higher ranks to start one? Or I don't really know much like on like why you would start one or how or anything. So you, if you want to, that's a good question. Um, so any platform, don't wait. Don't wait until you have a higher following. Don't wait until you have whatever, like, if you want to build on on if you want to build a podcast, build a podcast. Um, so I use the app Anchor. It's completely free. I literally record directly into my phone. So I literally all my all I need. I'm literally recording a podcast right now. Like <laughs> all I need is my phone and people talking, and it's um it's super super easy. And so they Anchor actually works as a platform to push your podcast out to all other platforms. So it'll upload it to Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify and everything else. Um, but no, I would I the two things I can tell you with a podcast is a consistent schedule will win every single time. My listens on my podcasts have I think 10x since I started doing five a week. Um, but if you wanted to do two a week or three a week or whatever, that would be cool. Um, but that would be what I would say. But people have been randomly finding my podcast. So I have been getting a ton of people that have that have randomly found my podcast and then they go and follow me on all of their social media. So it's another way to generate a lead and just give value back to the community. So if you're feeling... Podcasts are kind of like teaching versus just kind of rambling on about your day some stuff could be rambling I mean it depends on what kind of genre you want to get into like mine's a very business-centered entrepreneurial podcast they have uh crime podcasts they have mom podcasts they have relationship podcasts like it's just like anything else what is your brand centered around uh Laura I said keep trying to like put my brand whatever into like the horses and stuff but I always keep coming back to the mom being a mom and I guess I'm having still having a hard time narrowing that down because it's like stuff I like to do but right now my main focus is the kids and so I don't know if just keep changing my brand back forth it's hard so if you keep changing your brand around then you're never giving anybody enough time to come actually find you like, you're not giving your people enough time to actually find you. Um, so I definitely, I mean, Jesse Lee always says this, anything you try out, try out for 60 days um, and see how it works and kind of measure what it works. And so I'm going to tell you guys what I told Kristen on a coaching call the other day. And I think the best way that I, like, I did not expect my... She just waved her knife. <laughs> <laughs> Hi! <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
So something I said to Kristen on the on the a coaching call the other day is she's like, I want to go faster. And I said, if you want, I'm going to tell you guys about TikTok again. You're going to hate me. But I said, if you want to go faster, go hard on TikTok. And she was like, I'm doing three posts a day. And I said, but you're doing three posts in three different areas of TikTok. So every day she's posting in three different areas of TikTok, but she's not ever hitting people hard enough to stay in one area of TikTok and find her people, right? So like... I do post ketone videos. I do post LGBT videos. I do post all that stuff. But like the majority of my content is personal growth, right? And so I've gone really hard on that. And so my point of this is is like start throwing things at the wall with TikTok and find out what sticks. Like just start talking about stuff that you like. Just start talking about stuff that you're interested in. People on TikTok literally... They love TikTok so much because it's a fun platform to learn on, right? Like you can do mom hacks, you could do mental health hacks, you could do mental health education, you could do, um, I'm trying to think of other stuff, like Kristen's doing a series right now where she's trying people's weird, weird people's food, like it's all kinds of stuff that you can try, but I think TikTok is a really cool experiment, uh, if nothing else, to throw things at the wall and see what sticks, but you have to keep going with it like you have to not just post once but post multiple times and see what happens okay so tiktok i know i keep asking a lot so if anyone else wants to chime in go ahead but so with traveling this last week i did a few of like how my day was going and what those actually went a lot more views and stuff than my other videos I just kind of feel like at home, my day is just kind of boring. So <laughs> I don't know how to keep like doing those videos of like my certain parts of my day. So think of TikTok as a glorified stories. Like it's a glorified Instagram stories. It's a glorified Facebook stories, right? Just start treating it as a glorified stories and start talking about different things that you're doing in your day. If you're comfortable doing Facebook stories, which I know you are because I've seen you doing Facebook stories or Instagram stories, um, then just kind of transfer that over. The things that you talk about in your stories, start talking about on TikTok. But yeah, people like, people like relatable stuff. People like, like August, you're funny, Start being funny on TikTok. Like, you're funny. You know what I mean? Like, be get into funny TikTok. Like, just, like I said, start throwing stuff at the wall and see what see what sticks. All right, yeah. I'm still trying to let that side of myself out to the public. I've hit it for so many years. It's hard. I know. I know. But showing up as a diluted version of yourself is not serving anybody. Um, and then there's a question. These questions are to me privately, so you guys can't see them, but it says, do you remove your trial post after an amount of time or just leave it? Um, I always leave my posts up every single post ever. Um, unless it's like, I don't know, unless it's something that like, I don't want to, that is not on brand with me anymore. Or like I'm ashamed of or something Then I put it to, then I still don't delete it. I put it to change the privacy to only me. Because uh, it messes with the algorithm if you delete stuff. So I just changed the privacy to only me. So I'm the only one that can see it. Can I ask you something? Yeah, for sure. So do you ever do lives? The only thing on TikTok I don't like is you cannot save the lives. Uh-huh. So I did some lives. And what I did is I posted, I made a post where people could come back to 
you know, and comment or ask the question. And the funniest thing, I did the live and the post itself had like a thousand views with nothing on it. The hell? So what I've been noticing about TikTok Live, what's really cool about I've I've been obsessed with going live on TikTok lately because every time I get off TikTok Live, I have like 99 notifications. And I'm like, wow, this is very exciting. So I think that TikTok really um, likes when people go live. So it pushes your other content out. So one of my videos that I had posted weeks ago um, got pushed back out and it ended up getting going viral. Like it was, it went from like a thousand views to 2,200 views or something or 22,000 views. So my point is, um, TikTok live is a little bit different than Facebook live, um, which is why it, I was super nervous to start doing it. So I'm very used to Facebook live where I like get on and I yell at people and then I get off and that's it. That's my day. And that's not how TikTok live works, um, because you can't save it. So TikTok live is more of a, uh, community building. I like to think of it as like community building. Um, and I like to think of it as kind of like a chat room, like a live chat room. Um, so I have, we've been going live every morning and packing spooky bundles on live. I've been on Facebook, Instagram, and, and TikTok. And I have this one girl that gets on every single morning with us. Her name is Caitlin. She's a new customer of mine. She gets on every single morning with us. It's just creating that community. And if you do it eventually enough times, people will start to get on and they start to ask questions. And, um, what's really interesting is when I've done Q and A's on Facebook, I've found that I end up talking to myself or getting crickets or having no questions. Um, but the people on TikTok seem really good at asking questions, especially if you've been providing them value. So like they'll get on TikTok and on TikTok live and they'll ask relationship questions or personal development questions or business questions or whatever, because that's what I've been providing value on. So did that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering, uh, do you, you do lives because we wouldn't know mm-hmm. because they're, they're, you do them and they're gone. But I had quite um, some engagement. When I do that, mm-hmm. I have engagement. Mm-hmm. You know, and people go on. They, they might just listen. You know, some of them don't. And I have some customers on there, and they said, "Oh, Andrew's such a good promoter. I love you." And I'm like, "Okay, yes, keep it coming. <laughs> <laughs> yes, keep it coming." <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, yeah. Yeah. So yes, I do. I, that is a recent thing. Brittany actually made me do it over the weekend. No, Wednesday, Wednesday after team training, Brittany made me do it for the first time with her. And I've been addicted ever since, but I was really scared of that platform or that, um, not that platform, but that kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? That kind of, I don't know, that kind of live just because, uh, on Facebook, it left me open for a lot more rejection right? Because you don't get people hopping on, you don't get people asking questions, or you feel like you're talking to yourself, but it seems like TikTok, that's like, they really enjoy it. Okay. I have a little question. So you said that your TikTok disappears once you do a live. How does it show you everyone that commented? Like, can you go back and read all those to, so how do you, everyone's like, no. <laughs> um, how do you, uh, do, do you just, I mean, during your live, do you write these people down? So I'm like, during the live, I'm literally like interacting with them. So I start recognizing, you know, familiar names um, and who's on all the time. And then if they ask me specific questions, 
uh, or if they ask me about product or whatever, since we're packing spooky bundles, a lot of them ask me about spooky bundles. Um, I will direct them to my direct messages and say, Hey, DM me, um, or I'll write their username down if, um, if they're very confused, (laughs) which sometimes they are. So, um, but it's, it's really like a live chat room. So you don't want to probably go live and start with product or like the reboot or anything like that. No. So I get on there and it's not a structured live. That's why I'm saying it's so different from Facebook live. It's not a structured live. It's a get on here and like, let's chat about what's going on in our lives. Let's ask each other questions. Um, when we're packing, when we're packing spooky bundles, they'll ask questions about the product, but I'm not doing a product live. We smelled candles today. <laughs> I've gone on and I just kind of sit in there because I was cooking something. It had to be stirred the whole time. So I just went on for conversation wise. And that's the only live I've actually had people stick on. And just talk back. Mm-hmm. Just for conversations. Yeah. I love it. I actually, I'm like addicted to this new format, um, which I was very scared to do. But Brittany made me do it. And now I'm obsessed. So I think you have to have a thousand followers to go live on TikTok, if I'm right. Um, and then once you, so the goal is to get to a thousand. So then you can start going live. And TikTok must love it because they push out your videos to get a lot more interaction and a lot more followers. Just a heads up, if you go live and you have kids, don't have them in the video because you'll get on uh, TikTok jail for a little while. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't know that. I'll start going live more. I love it. I was drawing on, on live. That's so cool. Drawing on live. I like it. Do we buy the MVP before four new customers? Do we buy the MVP? You can go live on TikTok when you have 1,000 followers. I don't understand your question about the MVP, though. The MVP, I think she's asking, say, if you got four new customers and then you got the money to buy the MVP kit, uh-huh. should you buy it first and then get the customers signed up? Or can you buy it? It doesn't matter. Yeah, if you're if you're going for that double MVP bonus, um, as long as you buy the MVP pack this month, then um, it doesn't matter if the four customers are before or after. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. All right, um, that is all. We're at the top of the hour. I'm actually two minutes over the top of the hour, so I uh, love this format. So 